Hey everyone, welcome back to What A Week. It's been a while since our last podcast, but we are finally back. I'm your host, Olivia Lee, here to deliver your weekly dose of the news. Let's get started. In local news. Last week, the Portland State University community mourned the tragic death of Mara Marluk, a PSU student who was shot and killed on Monday, April 4th. More than 300 people gathered in the Smith Memorial Student Union Ballroom on Saturday, April 9th to celebrate the life of the remarkable young woman, musician, and activist. As PSU President Stephen Percy said in his remarks, Mara represented the best of PSU. Friends, family, and college and high school classmates of Mara urged the community to live on with her memory and with courage to fight injustice. Several other memorials and vigils were held by the community throughout the week to commemorate Mara's death. In state news. New weather records were set this past Monday from the rare April snowstorm that swept across northwest Oregon. According to the National Weather Service, Portland's snowfall on Monday was enough to surpass the most it has seen on a single day in April since they started tracking weather in the area in 1940. The unusual amount of snowfall this late into the season left many wondering whether this was a result of climate change or simply just the weather. Larry O'Neill, associate professor with Oregon State University and Oregon State climatologist, spoke about this matter, agreeing that snow this late into spring is unusual, but not unprecedented. He states, quote, Climate change probably did not cause a snowstorm or contribute to it. In fact, in a warming climate, we actually expect fewer freezing temperatures in the Willamette Valley and a little bit less snow and more rain, end quote. He further mentions that this could change in the future, but right now, there doesn't seem to be any grounding evidence that this unusual weather occurrence was directly caused by the climate change crisis. In national news, the Senate voted last Thursday to confirm Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the U.S. Supreme Court. The Senate voted 53 to 47 to confirm Jackson, with Republican Senators Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Mitt Romney joining Democrats. Jackson's confirmation makes her the first Black woman to ever serve on the nation's highest court in its more than 200-year history. Jackson is also only the third Black person and sixth woman to ever join the court. She will replace retiring Justice Stephen Breyer at the end of the court's term this summer, fulfilling one of President Biden's early campaign promises of having a Black woman serve on the bench. Her appointment represents a dramatic step forward in diversifying a federal bench where people of color and women have been historically underrepresented. The Biden administration announced last Wednesday that it is again extending the moratorium on federal student loan payments, interests, and collections until August 31st of this year. The U.S. Department of Education also introduced a plan to reset the roughly 7 million borrowers who are in default, using the pandemic pause to restore their accounts to good standing. The loan repayment freeze began in March of 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic and will now last at least two and a half years. News of this latest extension received mixed reviews from borrower advocates and from fellow Democrats, not only because it was shorter than expected, but also because Biden has still yet to comment on the possibility of broader student loan cancellations, a pledge he made during his campaign trail. In international news, a United Nations report revealed that global food prices rose to their highest ever levels in March as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization's monthly food price index published last Friday, Cooking oils, cereals, and meats have hit an all-time high. The Russia-Ukraine war has negatively impacted supply chains in the crucial Black Sea breadbasket region, affecting global trade flows and sparking panic about shortages of key food staples such as wheat and cooking oils. Last week, the World Food Program said the effect of blocked exports would hit several countries in East Africa, including Kenya, Ethiopia, Somalia, and South Sudan, countries already experiencing severe drought and conflict. 
The WFP stated that the price of local foods has already increased by a quarter on average compared with last year, but have been as high as 92% in countries like Sudan. Lastly, here is the wildcard news for the week. This past Friday, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences voted to ban actor Will Smith from all its events, virtually or in person, for 10 years. This decision is a direct response to the chaos that erupted during the Oscars when Will Smith infamously walked on stage to slap comedian Chris Rock after he made a snide joke about Smith's wife. Well, that wraps up What A Week. Stay safe and see you guys next week.